0: From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, and from Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Wednesday, July 13th. They look like super stellar enhanced computer desktop wallpapers or bowling alley carpets or even like paintings. But the pictures released by NASA earlier this week are real cosmic delights, including vibrant ethereal images of a nebula 2,500 light-years away and a galaxy cluster as it appeared 4.6 billion years ago. It's what the White House and NASA say is, quote, "...the deepest and sharpest infrared image of the distant universe so far." This week's revealed accomplishments were met with celebration worldwide and by engineers and scientists locally at Lockheed Martin Advanced Technology Center, which designed and built the near-infrared camera on the James Webb Telescope, the one responsible for taking some of those stunning images. Our very own KCBS radio reporter Matt Bigler had the chance to visit the center on Tuesday.
2: KCBS radio reporter, Matt Bigler. Thank you so much for speaking with me today.
1: Sure thing. Hi, Mallory.
2: So you took a really fun and exciting field trip today. Um, Could you tell me where you went?
1: Sure. We went to Palo Alto, the Advanced Technology Center for Lockheed Martin, which is located in Silicon Valley. They've done a lot of really cool stuff there over the years, including designing components for the Hubble Space Telescope and the James Webb Space Telescope, which is taking all these amazing photos.
2: They are really incredible photos. I mean, they look like something that someone has painted. <laughs> um, could you could you tell me what the big deal is about these photos? They've sort of blown up over the past day or so. Um, it, what is the big deal about this James Webb Space Telescope and these images that are coming out of it?
1: I think someone described the first image that was unveiled by President Biden as an early Jackson Pollock, something like that. (laughs) Um, They are the deepest, furthest back into space we've ever seen. Human eyes have never seen space, stuff in space uh, at this detail with this high resolution. We're talking about stars galaxies, nebulas uh, that are super crisp and clear and also super old because the farther you go back in space in terms of the light, it takes light a long time to get to us. So these galaxies that are really getting a lot of attention are over 13 billion years old. That's just after the Big Bang. I know this is mind-blowing stuff. We're looking back in time and we're looking at some really pretty pictures at the same time. So it's pretty cool.
2: It is, honestly, uh, when I think about space, that whole concept of us not being able to see anything, you know, that these images that we see are so old, that it's just, it's so mind-blowing to me. Um, and so, you know, what were what were the emotions like when you went to go visit the center today? How were the, the engineers and the scientists feeling about this huge accomplishment?
1: Yeah, there was a lot of excitement because this was their camera. Uh, so we talk about the James Webb Space Telescope. And it is a telescope, but it's really a factory in space. It's really a laboratory in space because it's got all kinds of different instruments. And one of them is called NIRCAM, Near Infrared Camera, which is the one that was designed by the Lockheed scientists, or I should say engineers in Palo Alto. They built it. uh, uh, They've been working on it for over 20 years. And it took that picture that a lot of people have seen, the one of the uh, deep field all of the galaxies that's the one that was unveiled by president biden and it also took another sort of surprising photo that was released today and that was this gorgeous nebula and i know we're in a podcast so i'm going to use words as best i can to describe it it looks almost like an amoeba under a microscope or maybe even a fried egg if you were to crack an egg on a on a skillet and fry it in the middle you've got a little tiny white dot that's the yolk and then all around it are these waves of red and that's I guess, the white of the yoke. And what that is is a star that is living its final years, or you know, decades, millennia, whatever it is. Um, it is a dying star and it's giving off uh, it's emitting waves of energy and matter. and it's actually two stars because the other image that was shown, showed that it was a binary star system, so two stars orbiting each other, which is really cool because until recently, scientists didn't even know that was possible. It was the Kepler Space Telescope that first discovered that, and a binary star system is like Luke Skywalker looking out over the horizon on Tatooine. He sees two suns, remember that? Well, that's what this is. It's a binary star system in a nebula. One of those stars is giving off these waves of matter. And so you've got white and you've got red. And it was really breathtaking. And so you really have to have these experts explain, what am I looking at here to understand the, the gravity of how important it is?
2: Yeah. And I see here that it says that the new picture reveals it in a new light. So it's got over 150 million pixels constructed from almost a thousand separate image files. I mean, that that has to have taken a really long time to compile and put together.
1: You know, it, yeah, it did. I think it took um, hours to put all that together. But you compare that to Hubble which took weeks to compile yeah. something close to that without the same resolution so this is a much more uh, high-tech instrument the James Webb um, a, a huge upgrade for NASA when it comes to being able to look at specific objects in in the sky and say okay what is this and then the resolution gives you a clear picture of everything going on around it so why is this important well I, I talked to I put that to some of the engineers this morning and they said they're gonna give all this data over to the astrophysicist who can say, where did we come from? They're going to ask the big que- big picture questions like, where did we come from? Uh, what are the origins of life in the universe? And is there any other life out there? This is all data that can be used to answer some of those big questions.
2: Do you, I mean, do you get any sense from them, you know, whether... Um I don't know, this has given us like a good early like look at, at, yes, there is life out there. Or is that that's probably a question that still remains to be answered, right?
1: Yeah, I think if that were unveiled this morning, there would be some kind of headline about that. Um, we're, st- <laughs> we're still waiting for uh, E.T. to show itself. But I think, you know, if you look so if you look at the big picture uh, that was unveiled by President Biden, that that deep that deep field, picture it's there are dozens hundreds of galaxies galaxies not stars galaxies and there are so many galaxies out there we don't we can't even count them there are uh, an infinite number of galaxies so just for some perspective if you go back 100 years we thought there was one galaxy the milky way that's it And now we know there are an infinite number of galaxies, thanks to telescopes like the James Webb, who can look up at the night sky and say, oh, my gosh, there is a lot more out there than we can fit in our little brains.
2: Yeah. And, you know, the images really just are so stunning. In your report, you also mentioned that the folks who worked on this, they were also a bit saddened. Why why were they saddened by this as well?
1: Yeah, uh, the head engineer for Lockheed Martin's NIRCAM uh, said, um, first of all, I'm relieved that the thing works. <laughs> that's a, a big sigh of relief because Hubble, as most of us know, did not work right when it first started taking pictures. They had to do a whole other space launch with the shuttle to fix it. So the uh, James Webb is working. The Near Cam is working great. It's exceeding their expectations already. So that's the relief. But they're also sad because as engineers, this is the last step in the journey of the NIRCAM. They've worked on it for decades. Uh, It's now in the telescope and it's working. So they basically hand this off to the astrophysicists and the NASA scientists who are going to use this tool to do really good science. So they're sad that they're no longer playing a big role in this, but they're happy that everything's so far, knock on wood, working just great.
2: And I guess on to the next big project, huh?
1: yeah, I mean, they're working on all kinds of stuff. Uh, this the, I have actually been on a tour of that Advanced Research Center and they have cool lasers and they've got you know gravitational fields that they're experimenting with. Um, yeah, it, you don't have to wait very long for either the scientists and engineers in Silicon Valley or NASA to come up with something cool to blow our minds.
2: Yeah, totally. One last thing, what was it like there?
1: Well, the center is a series of research labs, and they do have lots of high-tech equipment. I wasn't actually in that center this morning. I was in the auditorium. And NASA, it was really NASA's deal. They were jumping around to their different research centers and showing the crowds that had gathered to watch the unveiling of these pictures. And so in every center around the world, really, there was lots of excitement from the local folks who had played some role in the James Webb telescope. And that did include the engineers at Lockheed Martin Advanced Research Center. Um, They were, uh, I would say, several dozen of them gathered in that auditorium. They were watching it on the big screen, and they certainly clapped. When their pictures showed up on the big screen, they clapped very loudly to let everybody know, hey, that's that's our camera working out there.
2: Yeah, very cool. Well, Matt Bigler, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me about your experience today and and just with all the information about these really exciting and and cool photos that we now get to see. I
0: appreciate
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. Sure thing. Thanks, Mallory.
0: New episodes are out every day, and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara from Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.